What's up, DMV family? This your boy, League Hell of a Skins fan, coming at you again with another podcast. And I am ecstatic because the Redskins have made a move that I said in my previous podcast. I was really looking forward to one of those big, splashy years in the offseason, like an Albert Hainsworth year. Um, the Redskins yesterday morning acquired or signed Landon Collins from the Giants to a six-year deal to $84 million, around $35 million guaranteed. And what a great signing. A lot of people were skeptical at first of the signing um, due to the money and the position that Landon plays. Um, he's more of a strong safety, in-the-box kind of guy. Um and also can be viewed as a liability and coverage, um, like I said in my previous podcast. But still was all pro second year, three times a pro bowl out of the four years of his career. He's only 25 years old. I'm really excited about this signing, and it seems that the Redskins are really taking this offseason a little more serious than a lot of people expected. A lot of people didn't expect them to make a move like this paying a guy $14 million a year. Um, you have to give it up to Eric Schaefer. Um, the news came out this morning that um, the first end of this deal for him to sign this year only took a cap hit of $4.2 million. And the genius of Eric Schaefer back into his contract and things of that nature helped other free agents become a possibility. I know they talked about C.J. Mosley yesterday. Uh, C.J. Mosley signed for a huge deal in um, New York with the Jets, and um, it was kind of hard to for the Redskins to match paying someone that type of money. I think he got around $17 million a year, setting the bar high for inside linebackers. I mean, C.J. Mosley makes more than Luke Keekley now. And Luke Keekley is regarded as one of the best inside linebackers in the game. So that's definitely saying something. That's definitely saying something when if Ruben Foster definitely does play with the skins this year and he balls out and that option is over, that's another guy that may, may get paid. Um, so all around, I'm happy about the signing. I'm I'm super excited. Um, after we lost down to C.J. Mosley, sweepstakes, to be honest, um... You know, I don't really see us going forward with a lot of other free agents. Um, I know everyone. I know I woke up this morning hoping to hear some names being associated with the Redskins, but I think they're going to kind of slow down. Um, reason being is that we had to create the cap space, um, uh, release a couple guys, uh, and, and, and just um, we got a little under ten million in cap. So you know, we still got to sign our rookies that we draft next month. So. Kind of, kind of damp your expectations a little bit for Washington to make any more moves because, look, that deal, that deal for him to make that deal, it kind of you were going all in, um, you was going all in. So it was, it's, 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 it's a good thing. Um, we may see them make a couple more moves, um, but I don't see anything astronomical. Um, to segue into some guys we lost um, in free agency, uh, Preston Smith this morning signed with um, with the uh, Green Bay Packers, 
they 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 have definitely stacked themselves at pass rusher and defense. They also signed Zadarius Smith from Baltimore, and they they um that was a I think that was a loss that um was substantial. Um, like like I said in my previous podcast, pressing the guy gets you eight sacks a year. Um, great against the run, big body, 6'4", 270 pounds. So, yeah, he's going to be missed. Um, I, I look at it along the lines of us losing Trent Murphy last year. Uh, Trent Murphy was a guy I believe we should have resigned. Uh, Trent Murphy was another guy that was an eight-sack guy, nine-sack guy, strong. And um, so... You know, Washington, they got to do something. That pass rusher, either in the draft, um, it's not a lot of names anymore uh, in um, free agency. So don't really look forward to um, seeing any major free agents at that position being signed. I think they're going to turn towards the draft. And um, this team still has a few holes to fill. Uh, We also lost Jamison Crowder yesterday. Uh, that's the, <laughs> I said it last time, that's Scott McClure draft class is, <laughs> it's slowly but surely falling apart. And everyone was so excited for Scott. Like me, I was super excited when Scott came and the franchise that he helped build. But ultimately he lost his jobs in San Francisco and Seattle. So, um, so we kind of seeing what it is and, um, what Scott brought to the table and the players that he scouted and wanted to be here. Obviously, they weren't in the plans of Washington. Um, I think they kind of definitely want to move forward in their own um, distinguished way of distinguishing, like, this is um, this is Bruce Allen's team and not anyone else's. He made that pretty clear when Scott was here. Um, so it's unfortunate that a lot of those draft picks didn't pan out. Um, you would probably say out of the out of the 2015 draft class, the two that stood out the most was Brandon Sheriff and Preston Smith. They were two legit starters for you. Um, Jameson Crowder had a little bit of inconsist- inconsistency, so I really can't put him on that list. Um, but altogether, um, that was a huge loss as well. Um, losing out on Jameson Crowder, um, the receiving core is just shot. It's shot. I think we only got three players, four players now. Cam Sims, Trey Quinn, Paul Richardson, who's coming off injury, and the disappointment, <laughs> the disappointing Josh Doxson. Um, they have to do something to shore that up. They have to shore pass rush up, and they have to shore up the offensive line. I cannot stress it enough. So I don't know, guys. You know, Landon Collins is a step in the right direction. You had to do something at safety, losing out on DJ Swearinger last year. Um, And look, I know people are upset about DJ, but you cannot talk about your employer, your bosses, and expect to be in there. He had consistent issues with this in Houston and Tampa. So that's why you've seen him really shop around. He can't hold his tongue. And it's a time and a place for everything. Young men need to learn that. I understand being black in America, but 
sometimes it's all about going with the flow. Sometimes. Sometimes you got to stand on something. Sometimes it's good to just go ahead and go with the flow, especially when you're making millions of dollars pertaining to your family. And if you're not an impact player, like, you know, you see Colin Kaepernick is completely out of the league because of the stand he took. So DJ Swearinger, it's nothing for them to get rid of DJ Swearinger, who, yes, was an impact player, but he wasn't a superstar where they could have swept it under the rug and said, you know what? Okay, we still love you. Kiss on the cheek. Obviously, your talent means more than than the player itself. This is just the this is just the know it all, and this how this how it works in the NFL. And I believe people need to understand that. But DJ went on the stand, talked about his coaches publicly, which he has been known to do, and it 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 cost him. It cost him. He went back to Arizona. Um, he re-signed him, and. We were left with a hole. Um, we had Monte Nicholson, Troy Apke, and DeShazer Everett left at safety. Nothing to blow you off the table. So the Redskins had to make a move. I believe they would have made a move regardless if they lost out on the Atlanta Collins Sweet Stakes not. So safety was definitely a move they needed to make. And so it's still holes that we still need to address. You still need uh, possibly an inside linebacker just in case Ruben doesn't play. You still need a pass rusher at, at that uh, at that the the other linebacker position. Um, you still need another corner, in my honest opinion. We still don't know how the severity of that nerve situation with Quentin Dunbar. So it's a lot of holes on offense and defense. And, and like I was pertaining to earlier, like I said, I doubt that the Reds can seriously make any more mind-boggling moves just because of a money standpoint. They still got to clear up cap space. We're hearing a lot of names move around today, um, but they still got a lot of cap space to clear up to sign guys. Um, definitely, they have to. If they they have to address the offensive line, so make it happen. <laughs> They have to make it happen. But nothing splashy, nothing that's going to wow you. Um, and that's what I believe. So we'll see what happens with with the rest of this week in the next uh, couple of weeks and see if we have any more pieces move. I'm really hoping to hear Josh Rosen's name brought up again with the Redskins. And look, Case Keenum, I talked about him. And I talked about him again. Now that you've had time to think about it, I listened to different analysts. Now, analytically and, and statistically, number-wise, it's a move that makes sense because of the money, because of the $22 million you had tied up in Alex Smith. You split the $7 million that you had with the Denver Broncos and only took on 3.5 million of Case Keenum's contract. So that was a win for Washington. In my opinion, you get a formidable guy that's not going to wow you. And that's what was upsetting because 
if this if that was the only move Washington intended to make at quarterback, and if it is, it is a disappointment because you had guys like Nick Foles out there that was within the division. I'm not saying Nick Foles would have been a great addition because of the money. You've seen that Nick Foles went for a lot of money. Uh, 102 over four years, um, pos- uh, around 20, $23, 24000000 million a year, something like that. And so that was huge. New- that was huge for Jacksonville. A number that Washington probably, we wouldn't be able to keep up with and it's just, yeah, that, that's a really tough situation. I would have loved to see Nick Foles here. Give us that edge over the Eagles. We've seen uh, the shot, and the dagger in the heart. Redskins fans had to endure yesterday with Deshaun Jackson going back to Philly. And then with Carson Wentz, that is, um, <laughs> that was unfortunate. So, um, we'll see, man. We, it's a lot of things we have to do. I'm really hoping that we continue to hear uh, some more talks about Josh uh, Rosen coming to Washington, man. Um, you hear other names being linked into the Redskins, and you just hope they're not true. Tannehill, no thank you. No thank you. Injury prone, converted receiver to quarterback, only had one year, one solid year in the NFL. Besides that, what has he done? Rosen, you can make the same statement, but... He is more of a he was more of a sought after talent in college out of UCLA. He was more of a sought after talent and he went in the top 10. I talked about Josh Rosen before. This will be the move that will draw Redskins fans back in because it's a disconnect. It's a disconnect between the fans, it's a disconnect disconnect between the front office. And, and, and you have to regain the, the, the us as Skins fan. We have to regain. They have to gain our trust back. I don't trust this organization as a Redskins fan. I don't trust them. You have done a lot. They have done a lot of things to piss Redskins Nation off. And you'll see that that Landon Collins edition was something that appeased us a little bit. People still shaky because we lost a lot of people. But Landon Collins, you kind of felt that excitement from Redskins fans. When I looked on Twitter and Facebook, people were just like, yes. <laughs> and that was that's the thing you have to do. Um, I heard uh, J.P. Finley um, talk about how every two to three years they make a move that doesn't make sense, but it draws you in. And and it usually results in the playoffs. You look at 2012. 2012, they drafted RG3. You know, we all know about the trade to move up to the second overall pick with the Rams. That was a huge move, and it paid dividends because they took a risk. It brought the Redskins nation together and they made the playoffs. I, I never seen so much excitement in DC. Another move to Sean Jackson, a guy that wasn't necessarily in twenty. It was twenty fourteen. He wasn't necessarily a guy who was regarded highly in the locker room. Chip Kelly threw his name out there that he was associated with gangs. 
They jumped out there. They signed him to a big contract. Playoffs, it it helped help led on down the line in 2015. They're making the playoffs. Another big move, Josh Norman. A lot of people wasn't expecting Josh Norman to come with that big contract. Didn't exactly result in us making the playoffs, but it improved our secondary. We signed a guy that was an all-pro talent, and it's given us close to eight interceptions uh, in his tenure here. I don't know if that's something to (laughs) be proud of, but uh, to his credit, you know, his talent, he's talented. So, you know, we'll see what this Skins team has in store. I really, um, as Redskins fan, we have to kind of damp our expectations. The rest is free agency. I'm looking at NFL Network now. You see names just flying off the board, flying as, as, uh, as a Redskins fan in this Bruce Allen era. I've learned to be patient sometimes. Because they make sneaky moves when guys aren't as value on the market as they thought they would be. Uh, we saw with Zach Brown um, a couple years ago. That was a guy who was a late release, didn't have the market that um, he thought he would have, and he was he was the Redskin. Uh, had Virginia ties. Uh, went, went to school in Virginia. Went to school at North Carolina University. Uh, we lucked up with that one. Um, it's it's a few other guys um, that were late additions um, that somewhat made an impact, but that's the most known one I could really think of right now. So it could be some moves down the line that makes sense, but again, we'll see. <laughs> We'll see what they do. Now, I'm really thinking that they're going to really lean towards the draft, and we'll see. We'll see. I, I I hope they do something to keep this keep this Redskins nation tied in and and hopeful for this year. Otherwise, it's going to be guys out of here. <laughs> and. Dan Snyder cannot continue to not hold the staff accountable. Guys have to go if this doesn't improve. If this doesn't work, if things blow up, guys have to go. Jay and Bruce have to go. I'm all for consistency, but it's mediocrity at the end of the day. And that's what the name, that's what has been associated with this Redskins franchise for the past 27 years. I've been on this earth 27 years. And the word, I, the, my first word I probably learned <laughs> since Dan Snyder brought the team was mediocre. <laughs> you know, just give us something to root for, Redskins, Dan Snyder. Just just do it. Just give us something to root for. Get Go go all in. Get get Josh Rosen. Draft DJ Metcalf. Just just. We have to do something, man. And, and yeah, they got to do something. It's your boy Elite, hell of a Skins fan, tuning out.